Good evening, Los Angeles. Welcome back to the Ida Hour. I'm joined here with my lovely co-host, Art John Knopf. Who? Art LeBeau. I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Andy Richter. Andy Richter. Um, God, we look like witches from Wicked right now. It's, it's fine. fine. It's, it's fine. fine. It's kooky. It's fine. Succession had its penultimate episode. Oh, God. Yesterday, last night. or uh, it, The last the episode before, of Succession ever? The day before last night. No, no, no. Penultimate, meaning second to last. Oh. Second to last. Okay. So we are Nerd. um God, it's like really dark in here. Um you know, we're heading we're heading towards the end of an era. We're heading towards the end of succession. The end of one of the last good shows that we've had for a long time. Like there's mm-hmm. not there's not anything that I think compares to succession. I think um I don't know. It still might be in the pantheon of greatest shows ever, but I think that by not giving us that fifth season they have done uh, themselves and their audience a disservice. I do, however, still think it is light years ahead of any TV show. I think uh, Jesse Armstrong, you know, he's British. They end shows early. That's just what they do. Um, I also think he's a bit of a troll. So maybe he's just trying to fuck with us a little bit. Certainly by having Logan Roy die in episode three, that was fucking with us a bit of the, obviously of the fourth season. But nobody anticipated the show ending, at, you know, at four seasons. Like Vince Gilligan, on the other hand, with Breaking Bad was always very transparent, I think, from the get that Breaking Bad was a five season show, or at least he had like the arc of it in mind and perhaps Jesse Armstrong did too. But I think he, uh, you know, could have, I just don't know how they're going to tie everything up by this last episode. And obviously I'm not saying that that's even their intent to tie it up. A lot of loose ends can be left, but I do think that there is, uh, there, it is annoying that some of these storylines aren't going to get to develop, um, you know, into their like conclusion at a rational and reasonable amount of time to do so. I don't think we need to like drag things on or anything. Um, And certainly I think like obviously fighting for that power position as the head of Waystar is, is what keeps the show going. But I do think, I know that that gets redundant. And so maybe he doesn't want to keep doing that for another season, but I do think that he could still keep it interesting, develop those storylines and, uh, you know, just, just make it perfect because it's so close to it. Like it's just, it's just so close. And all of this being said is that like, I think about it this much because it is my favorite show on television. It is my favorite show that we've had in a long time. I just think that you're, you're kind of robbing us by not giving us that fifth season. But that being said, the episode last night was just, it was magnificent. It was brilliant. It was operatic. It was Shakespearean. It was tragic. It was gut-wrenching. It was funny. It was just, it was just perfect. Um, so many great, incredible performances, the speeches from Kendall, the, oh my God. I mean, the, 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 the uncle, Logan's brother speaking at the funeral, just one for the books unbelievable speeches that just really touched on i think like the human condition especially those in in the ultimate power positions and you know how how they justify their own morality or lack of it rather in their own minds and it's unfolding for everybody to see it's raw it's these performances are unbelievable when you feel when you hear about how they shot this um and they really just they were on a tight schedule and they had like one or two takes, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And so, yeah, these people have no respect. Jesus. I don't know what to say. Um, and so, you know, just, just impressive, impressive performances all around. Unbelievable writing. Um, I believe Jesse Armstrong wrote it. Uh, of course, I think Mark Mylod directed it, who's executive producer. 
uh, just unbelievable. I mean, truly unbelievable. One of the most, uh, a performance of a lifetime for Kieran Culkin. I mean, Christ almighty. It was beautiful. It was brilliant. Um, the four women, I mean, Logan's, you know, girlfriend. So obviously if you don't care about succession, I'm sure you've skipped right over this, but you should. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's one of the last beacons of prestige, uh, you know, coastal, uh, elitism that we can all partake in without any guilt because it is art after all. And I was going to say the incredible scene between the four ex-partners of Logan Roy. Uh, but what I was going to say is I was taking a walk. I was taking a walk and I saw that everybody on the street had succession on their televisions on Sunday night. And I saw, I love peering into people's houses while they have the TV on. It's like the creepiest thing of all yeah. time, but I love doing it. It just makes you feel so alive, you know? You, you, yeah, you feel, feel like, like you're looking at a Christmas village. You, yeah, you something. feel like you're in a Christmas carol. You're Scrooge. You're looking yeah. in on the family, but you also like, I, I don't do know. I do it often. It's nostalgic. Like, yeah. It's beautiful. It's, it's just seeing the family unit, the new, you know, yeah. uh, in all its beauty. You see the, you know, the, the sun's yeah. going down. It used and to the be TV the Andy Griffith on. show. And now yeah, it's Yeah, it used to be fireside chats. And now it's yeah. like you see... The coastal elites, who themselves are probably just, uh, you know, unconscionably insufferable, yeah, this is their, but you know. they can all participate, you know, all the neighbors in, in, in a row, like with the nicest, most expensive property in the neighborhood, they can all collectively, uh, you know, together, but separately watch prestige prestige television as it comes on on Sunday nights. This is reminiscent of The Sopranos. This is reminiscent of A Simpler Time before HBO changed its name to Max, which makes no sense at all. Wasn't HBO Max? That used to be the porno HBO. What? Yeah. You don't remember that shit? About, John? Why do you have to come in here and just, you, you just have to dirty up the room? There wasn't dirty. There used to be like a you HBO know, I, and then I'm, there'd be I'm like the HBO you'd watch softcore porn on. And I think that was called HBO Max back in the day. That's now what they call it. I don't know. That must be. They must have switched over. That's hilarious to me. That was what like uh, Swingers was on and shit. Well, now you fucked everything up. <laughs> I didn't fuck anything up. This is me, bro. Sorry, I don't know. I don't it's, know. Listen, uh, listen. I'm not you in your. It up. No, I'm not okay. getting paid by HBO like you are. No, 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 just, no. Listen, you know. I think it adds God. great comic Sorry, relief to uh, you know when I'm trying my best here to yeah, seem I like I have a be clue like very about TV, which I do. I'm not even. <laughs> I really feel this way, and I know it comes off as pretentious and probably like a thousand times more annoying than Anthony Fantano, um, but. I really believe in TV as a medium. I really do. I think it's like the most brilliant. Yeah. It's my favorite form of storytelling, frankly. I think even more so than film at times, because when I think about yeah, the things TV's that weigh on me, long the, form the, writing. when I think about the way The Sopranos has, has, has informed me, um, in so many ways, psychologically, like, like what I expect, uh, or what I look at is like the standard artistically, the highest standard that is yeah. like, uh, of a work like and and i really like respect these you know filmmakers and, and showrunners and like i just respect them i think it's a lost art i think it's a gonna be a dying art so you know i i everything that's good that comes out i'm like oh, it's one of the last it's one of the last great ones before we all turn in, you know what i mean like it feels like you're gonna think it's the last great one until the next thing comes out yeah until nobody watches yeah. television anymore the seventh which symphony is, which came is, we're, out we're and then the eighth that. came out and people were like the seventh is the last thing beethoven's ever gonna do then, and then the eighth came out and people were like here's oh, the great here's here's the thing john we never got beethoven's again so they were right well, we got we Mozart's didn't get we didn't get yeah okay and, and now we and who have after him Mr. you know who, you know West. who's the close you know who's the closest bang my head on the sign um you know who's the you know who's the closest that we have to Mr. Shakespeare West? and Beethoven oh no I was gonna say Nicholas Bertel who is the composer for Succession oh by the way Nicholas Bertel music I've but Kanye followed, West is my you don't, favorite you don't artist know, you don't know this about me you don't know this about me but I find him his music very annoying. 
I followed. I, I, I'm going to be real with you. All right. Let me, John, let me throw this you're, shit you're down. You're opening a gate right now. Oh, I'm, open, I'm about I'm to eviscerate. I'm, we're about to have, we're about to have okay. another motorcycle conversation Are you ready for where you think, I, you think I, I don't know what I'm talking down. about. You don't know what you're talking about. So you I don't followed, have the patience to watch these so things. So Nicholas Bertel did the soundtrack One? for uh, fucking. Uh, no. He also. Well, yeah, did he? Yes. Yeah, he did Moonlight soundtrack, but he also did the soundtrack for fucking um, uh, the Netflix uh, King movie uh, with uh, Timothy Chalamet. I don't what know. was that called? I, I know what you mean. I didn't watch yeah. it. Yeah. Oh my god, it sucked. Okay. Who it, cares about that movie? I'll do respect. Who cares I want about that you, movie? I, okay. I, oh my, I'm about to go. To I, no, I don't. We, we can't even think about what it's called. I have we can't even remember. Autism. It. I have soundtrack autism. You'll never forget what so many soundtracks. Is. I'll, I'll forget. I've never seen Succession. I know, but no one will let uh, you forget about it. Whereas this movie, we don't even. I think it's called The King, isn't it? Called The King. The King. I think it's called The King. What a dumb name for a movie. First of all, it was an okay movie. What's his face? Did it really? I think they're just like they know that it's confusing when they use like the real names of the kings, like Charles the Fifth or whatever. So they're like, we're just gonna go with the King to make it as marketable as possible. Of course, nobody Um, remembered it. Um, Epic. Robert Pattinson had a great had a great scene in it. Um, Oh, actually, it was written by Joel Edgerton. Edgerton. Yeah, he's good. Who I think either created that show that we like. Uh, with Scott Ryan or his brother did no his brother his did brother Nash, his Nash brother sh- like Excuse put it me. together yeah um okay yeah obviously okay incredible oh wait oh he's in it too shit yeah he oh, plays cool. he plays his he confidant. also wrote it cool though uh yeah, I didn't see this movie let's see um it was uh <laughs> music by Nicholas Patel yeah so, he's uh, unbelievably talented as a composer no Incre- he isn't. If John, you, if you, I swear to God, dude, really, he puts sounds you really, together. You he really make me look bad together. with some of your opinions on with with film. Oh well, let me let me drop some fucking knowledge honest, on you. By the if way, if I'm being honest, okay. If you listen to Barbarian Horde, the soundtrack from the from Gla- the film Gladiator, right? That is a symphony. That is an actual song. Okay, it goes and moves in many parts. Okay, that's wonderful, and yeah. I'm not. I don't even know then, it, and, and I'm then, sure it's amazing and incredible. Yes, I've seen yes, Gladiator, but yes. I, it, if you follow soundtrack, I've, I've followed so many. Uh, by the way, if you if you look up Nicholas Patel, if you have um, uh, sorry, who's your favorite? Code. Hans Zimmer. Oh my f- no, John no, Williams. Hans of course, Zimmer you're not going to go with that. I, it's fell fucking. Um, uh, uh, oh my god. Oh my god. Uh, uh, the uh, fucking oh man. Uh, the oh god. Nineteen seventeen. Okay. Uh, it of was. This is a war movie. Thomas He's, Newman. Thomas just, Newman is the best modern composer for move, for film. Let's, and, let's and be honest. You're not going to give Succession its due credit because you don't. I've never seen you it. like but action movies. No, you Thomas do. Newman. You Thomas just got Newman. back from Guardians of the Galaxy two, 20 minutes ago. Like you, you cried during Guardians at, of the Galaxy, which I another friend at, of mine. First of all, look at this guy's that, look at this guy's fucking repertoire. Frustrating. Look at this guy's. He, he started with the fucking fine. Revenge of the Nerds. Now listen. Wait, what is this? Hold this on, Nicholas. Thomas Newman. Okay. D- uh, all right. Oh my God. He did. Girls just want to have fun. <laughs> you won me over with that. Do you know that <laughs> that was actually, like my? Fa- I loved that movie when I was like thirteen. It randomly came on TV. Remember yeah. when a movie would randomly come on TV and you'd like miss the first twenty minutes of yeah, it? Yeah, and you just watch and then the you'd like it thing. so much that you'd have to go out of your way and seek it out, like at Blockbuster or wherever. He did the soundtrack for The Green Mile. Oh, he did the oh, The Green Mile. I can't stand. Road to I Perdition, stand which kicks the Green Mile, ass. And I've seen it. Soundtrack for so fucking Finding Nemo. Amazing. Wally. Soundtrack okay. Revolution Road Brothers. Okay, you you might have an argument for this guy. I'm not dis- I'm not disavowing this I'm opinion is, at all. All I'm saying is, if you listen to the, if why you are you comparing to, the Succession soundtrack to this guy's entire portfolio? Because, dude, there's like, there's like, 
I'll, you haven't even seen Succession. I've listened. I've listened to the whole soundtrack for The King, and it bored the fuck out of me. You can't allow. If you've never seen a show, then you don't know how the music will penetrate you as a viewer. You don't know how it's going to hit you because you're not aware of the storyline. Whatever, okay? Yeah, not everything's going to fuck you in the ass, John, (laughs) as much as you'd like it to, okay? Sometimes Ah. things just have to, like, marinate. Well, okay. Is that too sexual of a word as well? Marinate? Can Uh, we handle that? Okay, let me. Can I defend my Guardians of the Galaxy thing that happened tonight? You cry during Guardians of the Galaxy. It is what it is. No. I mean, what, I, what, what more can be said? Movie. Somebody else whom I thought I respect um, and whom I still do respect. But there is a part of me that just judges you guys. Maybe it's like the most incredible. Th- I don't know. Maybe you're right. I did like the first Guardians of the Galaxy when That's I saw right. it, but I was very young. It was great. Um, I was very young. The uh, The film is, I'm not going to give any spoilers. It's still like out in theaters. Oh, God. No, but please. the film touches on... <laughs> So many. It's and, and I, I like okay. James Gunn, the director, a lot. Oh, he's fantastic. And I used to be Facebook friends with, and I think I still am with his brother Sean. And we he's talked a few times. Sean Gunn is in yeah, it. He plays the. Um, he's the moving body of one of the. I remember I think, him no, from he's Gilmore the Girls. Guy. Uh, the um. So Kirk. the movie. The movie. I, if you told me, uh, the backstory of a uh, space raccoon, uh, from a superhero movie is going to make me cry. Walking into this, I, I, I thought it'd just be a fun about route. Right. I thought it'd be a fun. And by the dude, way, it'll hold your attention so much longer than a movie about people dude, in, the, in the deep state. It was so banking, fucking good. Global it banking. It was so fucking emotional. Now, keep in mind, a lot. It was kind of a tearjerker because a lot of things. <laughs> oh my god! A lot of little characters in it were very cute. Um, but you know, it was it was it was actually. I don't want to give. Okay, I'm gonna tell you what happened. I'm going to give full spoilers. Full fucking spoiler spoilers. Spoiler alert. Fast forward five minutes if you don't want to hear this shit. Alert. Okay. So this little fucking raccoon, I hope there's right? no overlap and people obsessed with like, you know, it's okay if you like superhero movies. If you're listening actually, to this fucking show, fine. you're probably not a big superhero movie guy. Anyway, so. No, they, there's listen. That's, yeah. so they might, they might just, be. And that's okay. Just fast forward like five minutes. Uh, so this little raccoon guy. Remember Rocket Raccoon? Little raccoon guy? Yeah. The Guardians of the Bradley Galaxy. Bradley Cooper, one so of them. So he yeah. gets, he gets um, shot. And not fat enough, by the way. The raccoons should be fat. Well, he has. He's been. He's been tested on. He's like a robot. I just mean raccoon. like the the cute factor. Well, they they, they they plump up for winter. Anyway, so um, <laughs> this raccoon. So he gets shot. They can't operate on him because he like his body can't be touched or else his heart will explode because he's got like a fucking like, uh, like like coat because he's like a he's like a test subject, mm. right? So like he's like he's intellectual property. He's like owned by someone else. So they got to go break and find these codes in order to save their best friend's life. So that's the backstory of the thing. And then they go into while. Can you say that last part again? <laughs> what? That just like that last one minute. So this raccoon, yeah, see, this yeah. raccoon, uh, he has, he's gets, he gets injured and they can't save his life because he's intellectual property for like, uh, like a test lab, like planet. And they and he they can't like operate on him or, or else like a trigger will go off and kill him. So they have to go find the codes like a nuclear launch code to, to be able to operate on the friend and save his life. So while he's like passed out and he's like on the operating table and he's like on life support. The raccoon. The raccoon. <laughs> yeah. is literally, they literally go into his life 
and it starts as a little does baby this, does raccoon. Does the raccoon's life flash before his yes, eyes? Yes, yes, yes. He starts as a little baby raccoon. Do you start to see his mother and his father? If you shut the, the fuck light. up for two seconds, they have this little raccoon, this little baby raccoon, and he gets picked up by this evil man, and they like Frankenstein his ass. They're doing all these tests on him, and they're really brutal. Mm. And then they have a scene where they put him in a cage, and he's like shaking like a little scared chihuahua, and his brain's been cut open, and he's all fucked up, and he's a little baby raccoon, and he's just scared, and he's shaking. And he He's AI generated. And, shut up. Anyway, so, and then, I'm just and then, saying, no like, more jokes. It's not a real raccoon. And then, and then, it's uh, not a joke. it is a real, it is That's, a real raccoon. He's well, it's so serious. realistic looking now. So right. this little baby scared raccoon is in this cage, and then these like three other animals come out and they're really scary at first like one's got like spider legs the other one's got no arms and one's a walrus that's had half its body cut off and then they like they come in and they give and the otter that has no arms is it like, a sea otter the otter has no arms the it's otter, not a sea otter is it's it? a sea otter oh it's a sea otter with no arms and it's got robot arms how do you know it's a sea if it's out of water then how is it a sea otter sea otter's gonna be out of water for like they don't a little have to bit be. no they, i don't i think i don't be out of water sea otters are the mammals, ones that float like like I think they choose to be in water. I think arms. I think a sea otter can spend its entire life out of water. No, no, no. That's really the, well. That's the no, no, no. The sea otters that walk on their hind legs. That's not a sea otter. That's just an otter. Oh, an otter then. It's an they're otter. They're thin. They're svelte. It's an otter. Sea otters are fat. The the fucking so the the arm, robot arm leg guy like gives it gives the little scared raccoon like a little napkin and wipes the blood off its head and it's all scared. Mm. And then they all become friends. And then it's just like they go into like. It's basically about trauma. At what point does anything start to matter in the dude, film? Like fucking 30 <laughs> no, minutes. No, like in. overall. Overall, dude, it's all about dude. What's it about? What are the themes here? Friendship? It's like, about what friendship, is it? family, okay. trauma. This is the first thing I've seen where I was like, whoa, this is about like inside of us. There's all this scare. Every one of us. You might be right. I don't want to. I would love it's to secure so my spot in the Marvel Cinematic good. Universe, even as a, as a PA. Dude, there's God in it. God's in it. Oh great! God's in this fucking thing. Heaven. Who plays God? Nobody's nobody plays God, but there's a concept of heaven in it. There's right. like, like there's. It's so sad. It is so fucking heartbreaking. Does and, the raccoon die? No, but all of his little friends get shot. Well, that sucks. Ass. Well, they're being they're being tested on so that they can be perfect um, inhabitants of a new world. And then the person doing all these horrific experiments on them, who's like torturing them. And then basically their entire day is getting tortured all day. Then they go back to their cage and their little friends, their sad little friends. These raccoons are like in Guantanamo Bay. Yeah, they're Guantanamo Bay. They're Guantanamo <laughs> raccoons. And uh, they go back. It's horrible. And they go back and they love oh, each other so man. much. And they play tag and they lay down and they talk about what they think the sky looks like. And here's the thing. A raccoon would never get shot. They're, well, too, listen, they're listen, too stealthy. Listen, it doesn't get shot. So... And then um, they're too quick with it. Eventually, the little raccoon finds out that the guy doing all the tests on them is just they're just like a 1.0 version. Like they're never going to inhabit the perfect world he has in for them. And he just like is like, I'm just going to end up killing you all. Like you're just test subjects. So these little like things that are perfect and beautiful and nice, even though they're ugly and scary, like it's like they all and then like they all get killed. And it's so sad. And then, like, the raccoon, like, thinks he's going... At one point, the raccoon dies, and he, like, visions okay. himself going to heaven, and his friends are there. Yeah. And his friends are, like, up here, there's, like, a sky. It's so fucking sad, dude. You know, I was crying, Here's bro. the thing, like, I remember... Oh, my God. I remember really liking the first Guardians of the Galaxy. They're all But great. I think I was younger, and I... Uh, no, it's because you, you got a heart, Ida. Whatever, John. However it's, cold and frozen over it is and covered <laughs> with layers of succession, you got a heart. It covered with layers of succession. Mm -hmm. You mean reality. The, the You know, the world that That's we live in. That's not what life in. is like. 
Life isn't the I, Sopranos. Life isn't like Secession. Yes, it is. The yes, fucking Guardians is. of the Galaxy is closer to real life motifs oh, than anything we'll touch upon in the Secession. It, yeah, I mean, your very short term attention span w- uh, wants to think I'm that. I'm sorry, I just sat in a two and a half hour film. Short term about, about animals in like some alternate that, universe. I'm gonna give. John. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give Let's it. Let's be serious here. If they were people, I probably what would be less. About? I probably would be less sad. But they were cute little animals, yeah, I which understand. made it way worse. It was kind of like Oakja. Well, how very BPD that you have so much more sympathy for the animals than That's you do human That's not BPD. Animals are without sin. I understand that. I agree with you on that. But there is, if you would watch the Sopranos, uh, li- listen, you'll understand that uh, I don't actually really think you're BPD. And if you are, it's like super manageable. All of us are dipshits. We're all on a spectrum, you know. We're not all on a spectrum of BPD. Yeah, we're all on the narcissism spectrum, bipolar spectrum, BPD spectrum. You just have like way less of it than most people. I mean, thank you. Yeah, no. I mean, I think getting the relationship with your mother. I don't even want to get into all that. Okay, this is I am not Doctor Melfi. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But a relationship with my mother? What are you talking about? No, I'm saying BPD has often, not always, often it does have uh, something to do with people's relationship with their moms. Oh, whatever. I don't yeah, know that. On a psychological, yeah, mm. whatever. Um, what does the dad one have to do? <laughs> it's not like a mom one and a dad one. It's just like certain. I don't. I'm not. I. I'm not. Ida's gonna a, get into Ida it. gives financial advice and psychological advice. I don't give any psychological advice. advice. If you need any mental health advice, please DM Ida. Oh She'll give God, it that's all like to the you. meanest thing you've ever <laughs> done to me. You know, how people like like people will do like love line and stuff. Like mm. I couldn't care less about that. Um, but anyways, I think like yeah, yeah. I think like like certain. I mean, love lines I like listening to, but I could never conduct one. Like, I could not do I that. I only know one love line is the Dr. Drew one. Well, Dasha and Anna do it. On huh? Anna and Dasha do it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Red Scare. Um, and theirs are great. It, I love theirs. Um, but um, I think I think Tim did one once, and then obviously Dr. Drew. And Bill Burr does one Adam like every Carolla. fucking episode. Bill Burr does? You listen I, to the Monday morning podcast? No, I've listened to like clips when I was younger, but um, okay. they have uh, Adam Carolla and me are from the same neighborhood. Mm-hmm. I'm Adam sure that's Carolla. true of you and many, many people. So not many people life. know about La Crescenta, but I'm from La Crescenta, California. Crystalia does. Uh, well, yeah, for some, I think he's from Kenyatta, dude. Is he from oh, Crescenta yeah, or Kenyatta? Right. Yeah, shit. La Kenyatta can suck me off. La Crescenta is where it's at, brother. So La Crescenta uh, is, for some reason, there's some people coming out of my neighborhood, man. You got people. Dalia, who uh, I'm not even going to talk on Dalia or else I'll flip out. But uh, uh, there was another actor who came out of fucking La Kenyatta High School. Um, but yeah, he goes to uh, La Cabanita, which we got to go to one day. It's the best Mexican restaurant. Okay. So fucking good. The mole is amazing. And it's Adam Girl's favorite Mexican restaurant. It's right down the street really? from where I grew up. Yeah. Um, yeah, we should go. Um, mm-hmm. Damn, I smoked before and it's like hitting me right now. It's hitting you, so I'll, I'll carry it for a minute. No, I mean, anyway, so, like, so. Yeah, oh, yeah. No, hey, go off, Queen. Go off, Queen. Yeah. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy was amazing. And right. uh, there were other like motifs in the film that I liked. Mm. Um, I think. The raccoon story arc was the strongest, but I went in there with my mama. Me and my mom go see movies every once in a while. We shared a burger. Lovely. Which I don't usually do. I don't like sharing food because I grew up in a house with three big men, and I, it's it's kind of a problem. Like you me. split it down the middle, dude. It was every man for him fucking. Self. No, no, no. Tonight, I mean. Yeah, we. I had him. My mom had him cut it down the middle. It was actually surprisingly good fucking burger. From where? I pick. 
Oh, you went to Ibex. Fuck yeah, mom. I've never been. I've Dude. always wanted to go. I'll be I'll be honest with you. Those movie theaters that serve food, they can and- be great. They're never that good. And Alamo it's Draft House kind of kind of is, dude. Okay, I've never been to Alamo Draft House, but I've been to. I've, I've been never to, been to the one in LA. I've only been to the ones in Texas, where they're from. I um, went to. Me and Devin went to the one in Glendale. Sucked. Me and my wait. Dad, there's an Alamo in Glendale. Not your Alamo Draft House. There's a like. There's one of those like dine-in movie theaters in Glendale. There like, is right by the Lemley. Yeah, it used the AMC to be a, at, at the Americana. No, it's like it's it you it's a locals only thing. I got to show you where it's at. No, like, I mean I'll know what it is. I just can't think of it right now because it's by like the Lemley. It's, it's by the Lemley Glendale. It's on that one kind of drag. Smoking what? It's by the Lemley and Glendale. It's on like this drag. Me and Devin literally walked in and just like didn't pay for the movie. It's gonna really bother me that. Oh, is it right by Verdugo, like at USC Medical Center? Next to it? No, that's no. United. That's United, and it I'll has. I'll show like, you where it is. It's it's like um. This is so LA like of us to just like yeah, deviate no, we just right thought, now. We're like, we're like, is it off Colorado? Is it off <laughs> fucking Verdugo? Redoing, is it in Verdugo City? We're really redoing the Anyways, SNL sketch. It, it really is crazy what they caught with that sketch because you don't even feel yourself going into that. Like you don't. Oh, hear I do it. that constantly. You don't hear it. You don't yeah. hear yourself, and it doesn't matter where in the country you're from. If you've lived here for significant enough people time, people in New York do it. They'll be like, it take fucking yeah, you know take nine eleven Boulevard down Puerto Rico. Rico Day Avenue, like yeah. it's like, oh, shut up. Anyway, so take a right at the you fucking the bodega, the, the, the and then you, you, if you hop over that chopped cheese and get a <laughs> yeah. green apple real quick in your Tim's, you'll be there in three <laughs> seconds. Um, but uh, yeah, there's a, there's a, I've been to those. I went to one with my dad, where I swear to God, the silverware they gave us was like dirty. I wouldn't be surprised. Disgusting. I mean, they're serving it to you in the dark. It was supposed to be nice, though. It was supposed to be a nice place. Like, and by the way, my dad, when we go to those fucking, we well, the center. What's, sure the, one, what's the one that has cinema? What? The cinema. Cinematech? Cinematech. Is that the Los one? Feels 3. No, it's, uh, it's, it's, one, of a, it's one of the dining movie theaters. It's called like Cinema something. Oh, I don't know um, if I'm tripping out. Um, um, I need to Do go you know to what I'm talking Beverly about? It's another nice one. They had one in Woodland Hills I went to. I saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood there. I had a shot of whiskey. I saw Bud Once Lights. Upon a Time in Hollywood five times in theaters, but the first time I saw it, which was actually psychotic to admit out loud, the first time I saw it was at the Cinerama Good Dome while it was still Arclight. Good for you. Oh my God, what an experience. What um, a fucking experience. And then obviously, you know, I'm just, you know, being annoying here, but like if you've seen the movie, Cinerama Dome is in the movie. So it was very cool. Well, it was shot in Cinescope and the Cinerama Dome has, I think, one of the only surviving theater screens that was built mm-hmm. for Cinescope. But, yeah, um, it does. And RIP to Arclight. Yeah, Wonderful. so sad. I love that movie. One of my favorite trains. overpriced establishments. It wasn't that bad. And I, I have like, such a long list of favorite overpriced establishments in Los Angeles. I like how it's it had a gang not sign. Do you remember the arc light before the movie come up? There'd be like a gang sign of like fingers. Like yeah, making it'd be an like a. Illuminati. You'd you're feel like, what like the you're, fuck? you're, you're like, like, what is this shit? It's like, I think it was like that. Paganism meets yeah, it was like weird. the South Side. <laughs> Some, there's John Podesta with yeah. spirit cooking <laughs> yeah, coming up in front of you. But they, yeah, arc light was great, but I saw I've been to some of those places sometimes. It's honestly like Applebee's level food sometimes. But the burger I got tonight was actually really good. Hmm. I was actually pleasantly surprised. I was like, wow, this is a delicious burg. Um, burg? Yeah, dude. Christ. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I've had some disgusting things. Also, my dad, my, I remember my dad, we went to, you know, those like dessert alcoholic drinks where you're like, what are you, 12? Oh, horrific. I remember one time. Oh, a sweet alcoholic beverage. Oh, dude. <laughs> Oh, like one that's like chocolate. <laughs> like, I remember I went to a movie Horrific. theater. My dad, my dad got like one that's like the Coco Moco Mudslide. As far as like, I go, is like, got, like espresso martini. Anything past that. Espresso martini's noble though. And even those are often way too sweet, and so I just kind of abstain from. You the know most what part, I do with my espresso martini? Recently, martinis. I've had a few good ones. 
Hmm. Um, even though Kahlua is gross, you instead of putting more it's sugar. Sweet. Well, this Kahlua is not as sweet as sugar. So what I do is I half Kahlua, half simple sugar in it, and it makes it a lot. It makes them a no, lot. No, it better. makes them sweeter. No, 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 no. Kahlua is not as sweet as sugar. So instead of putting an ounce of sugar in it, I put half an ounce of Kahlua and half an ounce of sugar in it. In what? In a espresso, espresso martini or 0.75 ounces. Oh, so I'll do okay, that. Yeah. So it makes it less sweet. And also what makes an espresso martini is expressing an orange on top of it. Yeah. Really to cut good. the yeah, a little really a little zest. Yeah. A little and, zest cuts um, the if you put chocolate bitters in it too, it makes it more brings out the coffee. Chocolate flavor. bitters. Yeah, I know that I've just had like that. little you won't even taste the chocolate. It's just bitters that have chocolate. It's the same way you put coffee in chocolate to bring out the flavor of the chocolate more. It works in reverse with coffee. If you put chocolate in coffee, it brings out the flavor of the coffee more, so it makes it less sweet. Interesting. That's how you make a really good espresso martini. Beautiful. I love that. Yeah, problem we just don't use espresso, so we, we, we kinda make cold we make it out of a cold brew we make in house. Interesting. I'm you know, this really is such an cocktails. LA conversation yeah. and I love it, but like, I'm sure that there is a large demographic of people who'd prefer us to be talking about trans people right now. Oh, or like UFOs. It always dawns Listen, on me. I'm like, fuckos. wait, what do you mean about UFOs? We people, we, we go ham on UFOs. No, I know. But I'm saying like, Liminal spaces. that's because we're genuinely interested in that. I'm saying like people want us to be like sitting here talking about like, well, the trans people. It's like, if I'm going to be sitting here talking about trans people, it's only going to be in the sense that like you could make some really, actually, I'm not going to say that. Basically, my my only thoughts on it, the only reason I'd care is about, like, transhumanism. Past that, yeah. I don't give a shit. I, do what you want. The only thing I care about is Transformers. Cut your dick off, dude. get a dick, whatever you want, huh? Transformers, dude. The new Transformers film coming out. God, you were just like my other... It's... <laughs> What is what is with the I men? Hate, I'm gonna in be honest. I'm gonna be honest with you. Transformers are it's a horrible film series. I, I don't I don't get if you're a fan of I that film series. I loved it with Shia shut, LaBeouf. The that first was two okay. No, it was fun that as was fuck. Okay. I was really the Mark young. Wahlberg I was one, extremely okay. young. Yeah, and it was kids. a really fun time. And then for the third one, I had my first weed edible, and I crawled out of the movie theater. And it was a studio wow. movie grill, which is where they served what a full circle wow. moment. It was a studio yeah. movie grill, and yeah, I had I ate the whole fucking brownie like a fat ass. Oh and God. I, it was my first time eating an edible ever and i thought that i was dying dude I've, i thought i was in the process of dying i couldn't walk i was like leonardo yeah. dicaprio in oh, Wolf of Quailudes, wall street yeah. when the quaaludes hit him and he's like he he's coming out of the lambo the white lambo this was like except on like a poor suburban level but it yeah. was um oh my god it was the, it the was first insane. time you overdo it on it everyone has to overdo it on the an third edible one. when and they're 18. Yeah, it's a must. Yeah, it's a prerequisite to, to, be a to being, being. I assume, what is a, as a really wonderful and well adjusted. I was in movie. Golden Gate Park <laughs> on 420 when I was like 19, 20. I remember I worked at that grocery store at the same time, the one that I met Devin at. Mm. And uh, we, uh, uh, me and my buddy Elijah, Elijah mm-hmm. not going to say his last name, but he has a really cool Native American last name. I wish I could say it. It's so fucking cool. Why can't you say it? Because uh, I don't want to bring out a guy's full name. Oh, right. You don't podcast. want to dox somebody. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> totally. Um, but uh, me and my buddy, we drove up north to San Francisco to visit my buddy uh, who was uh, SF State at the time. And we went on 420 and we went to Golden Gate Park and we all dropped acid. Didn't do shit to me. I've acid dropped acid. I've dropped acid three times. Never felt anything. Actually never taken acid. I'm whatever, you know. Um, and uh then we should save our drug experiences for the Patreon. Now that I think about it, let's not get too deep. But you can reveal. Oh, I have so like. many drug experiences okay, I could okay. share. This I'm is gonna a minor save one. mine for another time. Yeah. So uh, I took uh, 
Uh, and then, you know, Golden Gate Park, 420. Everybody's selling weed brownies. So we go fucking, we're going to these ladies. They're selling weed brownies. This is like kind of, bef- this one, it was like medically legal. It was like quasi legal. And it was oh, just crazy. Oh, fun, fun. Like season one and two of weeds. Yeah. So we're like. Love that era. I go to the lady. I'm like, which ones? Open the jars and smell them. Oh, yeah. What a time to be alive. I was going to the ladies. I was like, which ones are the strongest ones? She's like, the ones on the corner. I was like, give me those. Hell yeah. So I get two of those. My buddy has, my buddy from high school is at Esther State, never even done weed before. Really? Ever, dude. But done he's selling weed. it. Done <laughs> weed, dude. He never done weed. But never he was shot selling up it. weed he was before. Selling it, dude. He was selling Interesting. it. Interesting. Um, so I like that. I like that's entrepreneurialism. You would like my buddy from high school. He's the he's one. He's a self starter. Like. Sounds a, like he's, to me. He's kind of like a Patrick Bateman type, but he's also my best friend. Hmm. Um. So, uh, he's never done weed before. I eat a quarter of the brownie and just keep going. I'm getting pretty fucking baked. Also, everyone in San Francisco is like knows it's 420 here's the thing if i'm out on the fucking streets and i run in and i'm high as fuck and i'm a degenerate 20 year old yeah i want everyone that's not high as fuck and that's in their 40s to be like get out of my way scum you know what i mean in san francisco they were all like oh look it's popsicle day to their kids like acting like everything's cool and we're like innocent i was like what the fuck happened to you people so you want to be in like a like a I don't want to feel like I'm like ex- like the special needs student, okay? I don't want everyone to be like patting me on the back because I'm high. Um, okay? You're probably doing that because you're being retarded. No, I wasn't being retarded. What happened was... I mean, how else would they be able to te- detect that something is obviously it happening It just bothered you, me. Other it just, than it was you're like so acting... fucking liberal. You know what I mean? It was like so overtly liberal. Oh, you, I was what, like, they, you want them to like walk around with baseball bats and beat the shit out of yeah, like I want, I want, I want, a, I want a, like 1950s San Francisco PD, like 1970. Like guys, you want to like, be wrangled up? Yeah, guys are like, I just got out of, I just got out of the national. I was in Nam, and like they're like fucking, they're like Billy Club and me, or like there's some sort of, there has to be some because then doing drugs in public isn't fun anymore. Um, you know what I mean? There's like a sense of danger. You need to be abused. Is I what need, you're saying no, to it's have not, fun. I need, there needs to be the threat of potential like weird... abuse in order for it to be like exciting. It's it's taking away a whole section of the excitement of doing drugs in public. I don't think that part of the thrill is the anxiety you have that other people can. Well, you know, if you're, I'm, you see what's going on. It's not cool anymore. Part dude. of the fun is being able to hide it. Like I loved getting treated like oh, I was normally because it. I was hiding it. Well, they weren't doing that. They all knew we were high. Well, because also we're at Golden Gate Park. There's like a cloud of weed smoke. There's like a, a, yeah, a class so five you're, storm. So you're dosa. choosing. You're also doing it on 420. What do you yeah, expect? it was a big party. They assume you're high. That's like their um, default it assumption. It just bothered me. But yeah, my. <laughs> it uh, sounds like some weird, like repressed feelings you have towards like your dad hating hippies or something. Oh, my grandpa hated hippies. But, Whatever um, it is. Yeah. But uh, no, I just hate San Francisco. Uh, but they, uh, yeah, my That's buddy, odd. he passed out and. Uh, uh, I remember he passed out sitting on a fire hydrant, which is like not comfortable. No, no, no. You have like a thing that up is your not ass. what I would yeah. choose. And uh, I remember before he passed out, this like group of like young women went by, and they were like fourteen years old. Oh, and he just goes. I remember he's like he's like insanely high. He's like yeah. barely conscious, and he goes, "Look at these." goddamn bitches and he's oh just saying God. this and i'm like chavo shut up they're 14 and then God. people started like calling the cops on us and shit because we were we were lingering too long all the groups of marijuana well, so they smokers. did what you wanted you exactly. they, you got the cop that's, that's when we well, that made us leave you're like finally somebody accused us of pedophilia no, we, all we, is we well done. he was making fun of them we make fun of people but he makes fun of everybody but he didn't you, you know you can't really make fun of children on the street it's not really fair game no i mean um, I mean, do it quietly. You know what I mean? You know, I love, 
if I see, that's not true. I, I've never really seen a truly ugly baby. <laughs> well, they're all ugly at first. That's Look the up whole thing. ugly babies. No, I'm not going to do that. Well, ba- all we're, all not gonna, like, we're not going to bring back freak shows. You guys always, you know, I, I understand what? that like YMH is like one of the biggest shows. Okay. One of the biggest the podcasts. YMH, dude. Whatever. Oh, your mom's house. Yeah. Which great. I actually really like them. But like some of the videos they watch, like I can't do that. Like I can't look at stuff like that. Like I can't. Oh, like the I horror can't, show stuff? I can't, I can't do this like sideshow freak show bullshit um i can't do it because it uh, genuinely disturbs me and feels exploitative in a way that i mean like i i've grown not up that i have a lot like of freaks um yeah um, I, I was kind of like you ever seen texas chainsaw massacre no actually i should but Dude, i haven't it is a horrific film yeah i've heard that's why I've, that's scary. why i haven't watched it yeah, hereditary like really fucks me up i still think about that sometimes oh like, really with, yeah you with, saw midsummer no, I didn't. Once I saw Hereditary, I was like, You're I'm like, not. I'm done with this director. You know, there was this movie I watched. I wonder if anybody remembers this. Let me know if you remember this. Because it's like, do you know those movies where you're like, you feel like you're the only one that saw it? It feels like this fever dream from your childhood. But then yeah, you realize like, those, it just yeah. wasn't like a huge movie. So not a lot of people talked about it. Yeah. It was kind of a solitary experience you had. And I felt that with the skeleton key. You ever see that? I movie? love the skeleton <gasps> key. You know it? Great film. Oh, it's, my uh, what's God. Her face? Uh, Kate mole, Hudson, mole-y, right? Moly. She's got a mole. Kate Hudson. Kate Hudson. It's it's a pretty decent ghost movie. And who I else? Love, I it? love ghost movies. Well, it's about Santeria, and it, it was really, in New Orleans. It's yeah, it stuck yeah. with me. That movie stuck mm-hmm. with me it's for my whole life. Fourteen oh eight terrified similar. me, but I loved it. I thought it was an, an incredible horror movie. There was there was a time during it was that interesting, time, and it was about a real religion, and it was mm-hmm. it just you know I don't know. I'm was not it a ghost film? Yeah, I don't remember. I think it, you well, know, I haven't was, seen it since I was probably like twelve. What, what year did it come out? Released, I think two thousand four. Because I remember I was so young, and I was, I didn't even, I wasn't even old enough to like. And my cousin took me, and I was like really. That, that I think it was two thousand four. That kind of year, like two thousand four ish, like early two thousands. That was the year people were discover. I think the mainstream uh, uh, Hollywood was discovering Asian horror films. And a lot of Asian horror films aren't slashers. A lot of them are like ghosts and spiritual films. Yeah. Like The Grudge, I wonder if we could like get the, the Ring, trailer up for this. All this stuff. There's like, and they were remaking a lot. They're remaking a lot of Asian horror films in that in the early 2000s, like The Ring, like um, Shudder, which is a great fucking Taiwanese film. Yeah. Um, Shudder is one of the best Taiwanese, the uh, best ghost films I've ever seen. Uh, the Others came out at that time. Do you remember? I'm not your daughter. Remember what? that? I'm not your daughter. I didn't. Know. Scary oh, God. ghost this movie. This is terrifying. I don't even want to play this trailer. Play I can't, the trailer. I can't believe I ever watched this. I was. Oh shit. What'd you do? Oh, there God. we go. You're like, oh, thank uh, God. <gasps> fucking um, do it live. I, I, I. Uh, Woman in Black is a fantastic ghost movie with uh, with uh, Daniel Daniel uh, Harry oh, Potter. So this yeah. is 1408. It's a good ghost movie. It's a skeleton key, folks. He can't talk at all. Stroke pretty much paralyzed him. Happened about a month ago, up in the attic. Hey now. Hey Take now. good care of my husband. Be good to his house. There are more than 30 rooms in all. For the owner, they made a skeleton key. Dude, I would this literally suck someone door. off for a job like this. You're ridiculous. Like, if if I... He gave me for the house. There's a door in the attic. It doesn't open. That was their room. 
they were trying to conjure up. Little racist. Oh, now that I think about it, it's it no, fucked Lewis. up that my cousin Magic. took me to this. My older cu guy Leave cousin. I love him. I'm glad I saw it, actually. I mean, that's the beauty of ghost movies. Is, is oh, why did They're usually I not watch horrific. No, child, you don't know what you've no, seen. No, this is pretty terrifying. They're scary. I was scared out of my mind, but I loved it. I loved it. That's a good movie. I, I'm like, I can't even Whatever they did to look him, at it now. I'm not going to let him do it to me. That brick dust, how does it work? Nobody that means you harm can cross it. Help. Who are you afraid of? Tell me who you're afraid of. Oh, fuck that, dude. You lying down. This is how you tell who your enemies are. Oh, God. I'm scared now. As I watch this, I'm genuinely afraid. I would love to be under siege by spirits in an old fucking Louisiana plantation. Dude, I was so brave that I got through this and then and then sought it out and watched it again. I, oh my. Do you believe in ghosts? God, no, I just don't like this. It's making me uncomfortable. I don't believe. No, I don't believe. It's real. It's all real. I remember this. Fuck that. Oh. Yeah, you know. <gasps> Get out um, of here. So, uh, do you want to hear the scariest ghost story I've ever heard? And it has a lot. It's so, and you'd actually like it because it's got like a Hollywood element. Okay. Should we put on some music for it? Yeah, put on like, uh, put on Nine haunted. Nine Inch Nails? No, 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 Should no, no, I put no, no, on like, no, no, speaking no, of haunted, good composers. Haunted house, haunt, royalty free haunted house background sound. All right, that's kind of cheesy though. No, play it. Be cooler to do like Atticus no, it'd be Ross perfect. It'd be perfect. I had to trust me. I used to do yeah. shit all the time. All right, royalty free haunted house stuff. Oh my god, there we no, go. what is it doing? You just do haunted house and ambiance. There we go. Fabulous. Oh, all right, turn it down. This is a little That's too a little Tim Burton. Yeah, this is too Tim Burton. That's ridiculous. Go to go to. Okay, no, you're fucking this now up. Now this is lo-fi. What the yeah, hell? Why has everything got to be lo-fi? Can I just make that point as well? Why does everything have to be lo-fi? It's like you can't look up royalty-free anything without it being like chill hip-hop needs to Perfect. study to, to slit your wrist to. Lo-fi hip-hop. So anyways, so I was, am still, very good friends with um, someone who grew up amongst like the upper echelon of Hollywood in the 1970s. Very oh. close and dear to me. Someone I consider like another father to me. Yeah, you mentioned him last yeah. episode. Are you fucking this guy? No. Did All I? Right. I don't remember. You did. Anyways, did I tell the, the, like the Ouija? Did I tell the Ouija? brothers no. thing you have with him? Different, totally different person. Oh, okay. Um, this guy's actually, I've, this guy's known me since I was a little kid. Okay. Um, and uh, he used to be really, he's really into the supernatural and he's really into UFOs. Oh, fuck yeah. Uh, he's the man. And uh, he uh, one time told me this story where he would go to these Hollywood seances. Oh. With Ricardo Montalban. With like. Who? Uh, Ricardo Montalban was a big celebrity. And um, uh, who else? Um, Armand Asante. Like all these like hot guys in the seventies, like all these celebrities. <laughs> Where are they from? Are they Ricardo Montalban? I think he's from like fucking Spain or some shit. Armando okay. Sante, I don't know, cool. Italy. Uh, but they um all these like it people in the seventies, they'd go to these Hollywood seances in, in the hills. And they would all play with a Ouija board. 
Oh, which, okay, I'm into this. I'm Ouija into boards this. are do not. I will if you bring a Ouija board in front of me, I'm fucking kicking. I you have in the one face. actually from the 60s. I swear to God, get friend, rid of it. My friend Carol, where gave is it? To me, it's in Dallas, but okay, I was going to bring God. it here. No, you bring it here. I'm out. No, dude, how dare <laughs> you? How dare you disrespect me? Anyway, so it's um, going to repel you the way you know candles. Dude, day one of Catholic school does to mosquitoes. Supposedly. Day one of Catholic school, my religion teacher goes up to each of us and goes, "Don't ever play the Ouija board. Don't ever play it." Dude, they fucking open you up to some bullshit. Anyway, so you tell her to go he, fuck herself, please, lady. Enough. It was a dude. Anyway, so he had a big head. Anyway, so uh, you cracked your knuckle and uh, relax. That's uh, an omen. So uh, they he goes to one of these seances. Mm-hmm. He says they all kind of gather around the Ouija board. And for a while, it takes... And they tell their highs and their lows. They tell their highs and their lows. <laughs> you know, they all do coke. And uh, they uh, they basically... He says, you know, for a while, it's just like... They're like, does this thing even work? Mm-hmm. You know, it's just spitting out nonsense. They're like, oh, is somebody manipulating it? But then he says the thing starts moving. And everybody's lightly touching it. And it's like moving. And he says when it started moving... And they're in a very old house up there. Because there's some very, very old houses in the hills says when it starts moving um it uh all these knocks started happening around the house all these weird things he said it got very silent house sounds house sounds yeah but um eventually the ouija board told them that to call a phone number Mm. and it was a texas area code to call the phone number and tell the woman on the other end (laughs) that her children are gonna die oh and they're, they get that message and they stop who, for who like... Who sends this message? The Ouija board. Through letters? Do you know how Ouija boards work? Yeah, they, use, they write the letters out. No, you all touch a little triangle right, with a glass and on it. Moves, it. Yeah, it moves along. And it moves along and spells something out. So the Ouija board right, slowly right. spelling out, call this number and tell the person, that the, the woman, that their kids are going to die. Right, so somebody in the group is a sicko and guided it that way. Well, and everyone well, else is too tripping okay. out of their minds. We can all be skeptics, Ida. So let me I'm stop ruining saying. my haunted story. I'm sorry. Anyway, so, um, <laughs> yeah, God. It's like a little woman of reason. Anyway, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, what, or, what a, what a crime. or, but also, like, you know, it's kind of weird to know a random phone number. Um, so they, they stop. They're like, that's really creepy. Um, and they're debating for like an hour whether they should do it. And this is the 70s. Do what? Call the number and of tell the number the one's gonna die. Do that. So the they're fuck? like, yeah, Why exactly. Would they do that? It, but it's the seventies. So they're like, they're like, okay. So they're like, some people are like, what if it's real? And then because everybody there is like really into spiritual. Oh, you're not going to Hollywood seance unless you're into that shit. So everybody's like, what if it really is gonna save someone's life? That's and the other people are like, it's most God, likely. Everybody, everybody there is like, it's most likely gonna scare the shit out of the woman. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I mean, what the? But fuck? they don't. Even, they don't even know if the number works. So somebody's just like, fuck it. This guy picks up the phone, calls the number. And he says he called the number. Woman answered. He told her. She immediately hung up. He told her what? He told her, your kids are going to die tonight. Be careful. Watch out. That thing's coming off the table. Oh. Um, she immediately hung up. Yeah. So uh, they go back to the Ouija board. Mm-hmm. And the Ouija board just goes, H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A. It's just laughing. Ha, 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 ha. And they're all like, why did you, why did, and then they go, why did you make us do that? And the Ouija board slowly spelled out. Now she's thinking about doing it. Now. Oh God. What a great, I mean, fucking what a, spooky. someone in the group is an amazing troll. Fucking spooky. Um, is an awesome troll. And if they had Twitter, they would not be doing this. They're not tell doing you. That. They would be. I, dude, I fucking, um, what was the spookiest thing that ever happened to me? 
a lot of spooky stuff. I mean, I gotta be honest, I'm so stoned out of my mind right now. It's You're really like, stoned? You're baked. I'm. It's cool, Ida. I'm here. Allegedly. Have you ever heard the footprints story about Jesus? No. You're walking along the beach with Jesus Christ, and there's two sets of footprints. And then Jesus says, "Like uh, Malibu Jesus, I could be into that." Yeah, whatever. Anyway, so you're walking. Yeah, Malibu Jesus. You're on. Ma- you're on the coast of Malibu Jesus. Okay. And then you see two sets of footprints, and and you say, and Jesus goes, "I've always been by your side this entire time." And then f- ahead, uh, you see one set of footprints. It's a little and you fucking go, creepy. You go, Jesus, what is, why is there only one set of footprints if you've always been by my side the entire time? And he goes, my son, that's when I carried you. So what? anyways, that's what I'm doing for you right now. You get too baked. You see those one set of footprints ahead. You're making him sound like a date rapist. No, he's carrying you on the beach, dude. You, you better no not memory. talk shit about You Big have no J. memory of it. You have no memory of it. Oh, stop acting like you're having your trad cath moment. Life. John's he's like trying to have a trad cath moment. I'm not having a trad cath. You are. You're I went to church on Sunday. Yeah, for to what? A baptism, to, a kick ass. A, a, to feed your psychosis. No, I went for a baptism. You're a Christian. Little babies. Oh, you don't give. But you, Shut uh, up. you occasionally like to LARP as a Christian when it suits you, when it fits you. No, Ida, Ida's super All the men ins- in my Ida's life super, do. Kanye West. Ida's super insecure about her own, her own spiritual Kidding. void in her heart, and she gets jealous. I'm not jealous of you fake going to church. I had to go I to Midnight Mass. Hate never comes from above, buddy, so I think there is a little bit something here. You think I'm jealous that you're going. Do you know how many weeks I spent going to church? as a kid you went to church oh were you one of those kids that whose uh, parents no my mom works part-time at the church in Word. the nursery and my uncle is a catholic and he is part of knights of columbus oh cool and he's from montana so he's um he was like whatever yeah he, he's uh, so so sometimes i would go to midnight mass with him on christmas but yeah. that was the catholic church which was way different than the presbyterian church i grew up going to mm-hmm um, shout out to Canyon Creek, which I think is now Trinity. My, but, um, my other my friend Iranian Jane friend, he got sent to a Presbyterian school because his parents were just like, oh, it's a private school. They were from Iran and they didn't yeah, know it was like oh, a religious school. Yeah, oh, they'll do that. My cousins all went to a yeah. um, uh, uh, Catholic Well, they didn't school. know. And like, they're they're not, they weren't like, most, like you know. Right, no, yeah. none of us really. Yeah, so yeah. like, but, like but they were kind of weirded out because like when they showed up and like his kids like praying to Jesus and they're all like, wait, what the fuck? They thought it was just like a private school. But have a plan this time. Um, I was thinking about Iran. Sorry, what they went to my Iranian school? friend when he was sent, his parents sent him to a private. Yeah, school. they don't have to be Presbyterian. Yeah. They don't care. They just want the education to be. Well, good. no, they didn't know it was a religious school because they were they're immigrants. They didn't well, know they that was a real. Out, they're they like, found oh, out. They're like, oh, what an added <laughs> yeah. bonus. They well, f- my son will pretend to be well, Christian. It was, for it was four very years. funny because like he knew like the he knew all this Christian stuff when he was a little boy, and his parents were like, where are you learning this shit? And they're right. like, wait, we were sending to religious school. We had no idea. <laughs> yeah, like, if anything, yeah, most of the Persians I know are. Pretty God, did I tell you about his dad? No. Ancient Iranian man. He's in his eighties. Mm. Looks like he's very like he like if you if you like just you know like wisdom mm-hmm. you know what I mean just like very and I remember I sat down with they made me they knew I was alone for Thanksgiving Aww. during the pandemic they and they made over? me a Persian Thanksgiving. That's so sweet. His mom invited me, uh, uh two of my Persian was friends. It good? So good. She made turkey like Persian style. Oh, cool. It was okay, like yeah. it was like a like cherry. Cherries. <laughs> <laughs> it was cherry. It was like a God cherry. It. it was like a cherry puree with like turkey in it. Yeah, yeah. And uh but then she made like a regular turkey and we all ate dinner and, yeah. and his dad's at the head of the table and his dad is like eighty years old and his dad looks his dad looks at me at one point and goes, John uh, they're playing Iranian music, but it's very beautiful Iranian music. Yeah. And I was just like, it was sounded very old. And I go, I, I look at his dad. I go, this is like amazing, beautiful music. Yeah. And his dad looks at me with like no emotion <laughs> on his face. I never felt more like an American grill in my life. And his dad just looks at me and goes, this song is 300 years old. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and I was like, oh, it's as old as my nation. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What a flex. Like, right, right. Yeah, uh, he's like, to us, this is Kurt Cobain yeah, in I terms mean, of years. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I could be like, I could play Mozart. Be like, yeah, this is also 300 years old. But it's just very interesting that he was just like, the first time was like, this song's ancient. Yeah. Um, it was very nice. His dad's, his dad loves Obama's biography. <laughs> what? Yeah, he just, he, he was obsessed with it when he read it. His dad's I heard it was guy. very good. I didn't, I didn't read it. I did not read it. You know, it's, it's um, uh, but this is this music is enough. Oh, get rid enough. of the Honda music. Holy shit, we're sorry. We're, still we're trying to like <laughs> see. It's moments like this where I really respect Howard Stern because he really runs the board and does everything on his own. Really? And yeah, and you really respect Robin too because well, you she, should let me run the board to be honest. No, John. You have this. I uh, have to. You can't have ever some Google anything. Modicum of control. What? You can't ever Google anything. I mean, right. you're free to you like never take YouTube over the board. It feels so aggressive. I feel like I feel. I feel fucking sexist when I grab that laptop from you, and I'm just like, out of the way, you fucking skirt. I'm at the. I'm at the point right now where I feel as though my body is like rubber. Do you, you know what I mean? Up, I'm like, what are those signs out in the... No, in a good way. Those like, are way too aggressive. Here's the thing. Like, normally, if it, if we were, like, at episode five, I'd be out of my mind embarrassed. Like, oh, am I doing something? But, like, I don't even care. People like point. it when I doesn't inebriated, but we can't... I'm a little... I did drink just one of these, but these are strong, honestly. They're kind of the strong. What's APV on those bad boys? I don't know. They're pretty fucking good. I don't they like how they look the like show. a fucking... They look like a fucking... Uh, what's that? Gay cowboy. Um... 5.99 wow 5.99 interesting um in iran as a kid i would watch um people in, i was born here then i lived in iran then i would come here and i was like back and forth so i was like when i was in iran i would watch pink panther and zorro pink and, Panther's and ben wonderful. and jerry and ben and jerry's what am i saying uh tom and jerry tom ben and jerry damn <laughs> you are high bro <laughs> <laughs> I just like ben I used to watch Jerry's. I used to watch Pink Cotton Candy, yeah. Ben and Jerry's. Yeah, uh, I hate Cotton Candy. Cotton Candy is so trashy. It's disgusting. It's so trashy. It's so it's never People been. People got good. mad at me for my ice tweet. My tweet about ice. I mean, that was a bit psychotic. I got you, a little... I said that Crescent Ice is like... you. Should be any, I said I'm saying a little prayer for people that use Crescent Ice, which is like, why are you using Crescent Ice? It's fine. It reeks of, you know, 2003. Yeah, the, the just like a... a like, it's well, just gross. You know, I, I we all dream of having... It's not... It's... I made a mistake. It's the Sonic Ice. Yeah, Sonic ice. ice. We all dream of having a refrigerator cable with Sonic Ice. Also, if you had a refrigerator that would spit out Crescent Ice or Crushed Ice, you always chose Crushed. I would True. always do Crushed yeah, Ice. Absolutely. Crushed Ice was superior to everything. Crushed Ice is trash, trash, trash. What? Trash. Crescent Ice. Crescent Ice. Horrific. I mean, as far as ice shapes, yeah. I mean, but also, I just yeah, don't yeah, like yeah. going through having to deal with a fucking tray, Disgusting. bro. What? Yeah, the, the, the tray. The tray, the tray is, is undignified. Ass, you need to have like the rubber yeah, you ones feel like that you're, make those big giant ice cubes. Yeah, you feel like you're Sexy. cooking crack whenever you use a tray. Like it's insane. Like it's like a trap house level ice. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, no, absolutely. Um, it, it might as well be like a device that you freebase something off of, versus <laughs> like you know, in, something in terms of like utility. You can use a heroin. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, um, it's a launching pad for your for your various powders. You can do house. fun things with a tray though. You can make little popsicles and stuff. Yeah, anything other than consume the ice which is its express purpose but i used to love freezing things as a child this is the most autistic thing i'm going to talk about or it's the most podcast. gay thing they're like the women are like you know you can freeze your juice you can freeze you know yeah. you, can, you can freeze your orange puree i and would have do a this popsicle. when i was like five or Life six tip. i would go outside my mom had little paper cups dixie cups yeah and i love to freeze rocks <laughs> what 
I would get a cup of water. I'd go outside. I would literally I'd, send you to military I'd, school. I'd, if my I'd, child did this shit, my mom. You did this ask, shit. I want to ask my mom why? about it. I'd go outside. I'd get a glass I'd turn of into water. Shivroy. I'd find my favorite rock. I'd put it in the water. I'd go inside and put the ice in the fridge. And then I would just. See, this, I would, is, some, I would, this I is some weird roundabout way of trying to kill your parents. I, Let's just be I, very honest about what your motive was. No, here it was as in a, a child. Cup. However, nobody's, nobody's getting however ice subconscious. Very but it was to put rocks in a freezer. Well, the funny. Thing is, consume is, that no it's it's a rock in a dixie cup full of water in the freezer and if you if you like nobody's ever gonna consume that ever All i just right. want i was fascinated with, with i'm you sorry know. for painting you as some sort of no no it was just brother. i thought it was cool that water would freeze and i was like well, it would be cooler if there's something if it's freezing around something but the funniest <laughs> thing is is i'd never che- i would just literally put a rock in water put it in the fridge and then just never check on it again that was like my thing yeah. my mom was like i'm constantly like cleaning rocks out of the fucking fridge if you ask my mom <laughs> i made my mom's life a living hell yeah i would i had a big tub of fake plastic bugs i would just throw at her God. and she thought they were real and she'd like be fucking freak out military and, like, school i would hide you Off know you go you know in like nordstrom's they have the circle rack of clothing i would go in the center of the rack the of clothing sad, and just that circle rack dude i would go in the center of that rack and she would just just not talk to her for 45 minutes That's and she would think i would got kid do. she got well she would think i got kidnapped I would do it constantly. And that's just part of the experience. Yeah. yeah. And then, um, you gotta do that. What else? What else? You have to be in a liminal space of a department store getting lost in the circle rack. Oh, God, don't we all want to blow our brains out? I mean, when I think about some of these experiences, these, yeah. it really, I mean, I've gotten so into the liminal space shit. I feel like I'm having an aneurysm. I want to live in a circle rack. You do. Yeah, John. I want to. Yeah, here's wanna... here. I got great news for you. You do. We all live in a circle rack called capitalism, Ida. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say that. I was gonna um, say it's a hamster find wheel. Some, what's some? There's some fun liminal space content coming out too. Well, before we do that, I guess we should talk about Jeffrey Epstein. What? What happened? I mean, whatever. Nothing we don't know. He's like an extortionist and a blackmailer, and like you know, a Mossad agent probably. Yeah. But um, it was uh, you know the, um i'm so out of my mind right now i'm so sorry Bake I, god damn damn Ida. i mean these vapes are no joke it's like it's like well, you it's honestly a, as big as a bond ramp. yeah dude you were like Can fucking sucking on that thing it was crazy you took like a I'm at a huge hit. Of, right now. Ida takes I'm the biggest a hit of a vape ever, and then she's like, "Look at all the the fucking vape clouds in the room. Isn't it look cool?" And I'm like, "Yeah, dude, it looks. It great. is an ascendant <laughs> experience. It absolutely is. It's whatever. I, it's my answer to transcendental meditation. Anyways, yeah, you're gonna start. Yeah, what were you saying? Um, so I tried to access the article on the Wall Street Journal, mm-hmm. but nay, uh, you know, I can't because Rupert Murdoch. I'm so out of my mind. Does, did he own that? I think he does own that, right? Whatever he does. It doesn't matter. I, so let's like, get, get to the point of the story. What um, did Epstein do? Yeah. Oh, so Bill Gates was being obviously blackmailed by him um, mm-hmm. for having some affair with a Russian bridge player. How and old was she? so this is how Jeffrey Epstein was able to extort f- uh, money from Bill Gates at the time. And Oh, I saw a picture. A screenshot of this, and and I tried to read the article in the Wall Street Journal, but here's the thing: it's like they pay while you at every turn. They don't even let Wall Street Journal. They don't even let you have the five free articles. You ain't even gonna give me the five free articles. You kidding me? How old was this woman? How the fuck you this expect me to stay player? informed? And you know what? Why don't you sell me the article? Because I don't really care about Nasdaq. I'm not checking the stock market every day, and like maybe I just want to read one article occasionally, and I should be able to just pay like a dollar for that instead of a dollar a week for a subscription. How about news should be these free? These models, these 
business models, it's like, yeah, you could say news could be news should be free. I get it, whatever. But there's a lot of arguments to be made against that as well. Traditionally, you've always had to pay to get your information. It's unfortunate. I think you should have to pay for the paper, not the info. This these days, huh? Pay for the paper, not the info. You should websites should be free. Who who then should distill the info? Whatever dude. the government. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but what's happened to Epstein's? This bridge player? What? 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 Uh, well, nothing. I mean, it's just it's it's kind of a bunch of the same, which is that we've you know it, it's just basically I think serves in in a lot of ways. Um, it it kind of puts to rest the speculation of whether or not Bill Gates did have a relationship with Jeffrey Epstein. It all but yeah. confirms what we all the smarter people. I'm in sure the world his wife knew already about knew this. to be true. What? That, I'm sure his wife knew a lot about this. Yeah, was waiting for it to yeah, break. Yeah, she news wasn't thrilled she about you know her husband's relationship with Jeffrey Epstein, as I'm sure many women wouldn't be. But maybe stop your complaining. Yeah, you, you, know, you know what I mean. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What? Maybe shut up about, about Jeffrey. It's like you're already with Bill Gates. Please stop acting like you have some moral compass that you live by. You're already. With Bill Gates, it's the Carmella, you know. Malady. Oh, you mean his wife? It's the mental disease yeah, yeah, of yeah. these women that like think that they're like it's it's your Carmella Soprano. Um, yeah, he's like doing eugenics, but in not Africa. even remotely yeah. as interesting, huh? Yeah. Well, it's yeah. like, uh, yeah. At what point did you decide to realize that your husband is what he is? His relationship with Jeffrey Epstein is what sends you over the edge. How about the everything else he's ever done? Suddenly you're Miss Morality. Yeah. I'm just saying, and like, I, you know, no shade to her. Whatever. Yeah, I'm sure she donated a few billion. Yay. But I don't, you know, care about any of these people at all. Yeah, no, they, they, once you surpass a certain level of wealth, you just lose all kind of humanity in my eyes and you could just be fired off. Well, your empathy sun. receptors do somewhat disintegrate, but I don't fault um, people well, that have done well simply on that merit alone. They never do anything it's truly never, exciting. Well, that's untrue, John. I mean, Elon Musk has done things that are truly exciting. Bill Gates did things that were truly exciting. No, no, no. Um, what do you mean? Why don't they... Time? go on an island they did Become jeffrey a, epstein bought one no, no, no. bought an island well that's the that, that is the weird with thing a bunch of, yeah. that is jeffrey epstein actually did the closest the closest we have to a super villain is fucking uh who's the guy on blackwater uh, I don't know. uh eric prince eric prince is like the closest thing we have to like a modern super like a bond villain but why don't you like you go want on the an guy island? that did the fire festival you want like dan yeah Bilzerian i want i want like <laughs> I, if the, i had dude if wealth. i had billions i would yeah. be on a private island filling it with private security making them wear goofy uniforms i would literally be like isle of dr moreau like i would be like i'd be doing experiments i'd be like doing crazy things no listen i think i would kill it too in my own creative yeah, way i'd have like, a seaplane I would yeah. only get around via seaplane. Sure. Like that I would, would be teleport. sick. I would like, really, no, I would. And I would commission <laughs> studies. No, cause I've like thought about this. I'm like, what would I do? It's just a numer you know, teleporting scares me. Talk ever about since narcissistic I saw fantasies. The, huh? Teleporting scares me ever since I saw that magician movie. With I Hugh think Grant. it's about time. I think it's about time that we come up with teleportation. But, I don't like that. You know, HBO max is glitchy when we're about to have chat GPT take everyone's job. Yeah. So it's like, we need to figure it out a little bit in certain yeah. departments. And actually sometimes capitalism isn't incentive. Like why is the HBO app glitchy and why? Why are you changing it to Max? That's weird. Um, it's very odd. It's a very odd, but terrible marketing decision, by the way. Max. It's like sometimes you feel like the people that are running this. I'm like, who? Who's running this freak yeah, show? Yeah, like it's like who's pet, running this circus it's like over there? HBO Zero, Diet HBO. Yeah, um, it's like what the fuck, Max? Yeah, I'd have a Max. You know. You're known as the as as the, as the beacon of prestige television, and you're going to denigrate yourself by calling it Max, which is like every twenty percent of this population, the men are named Max. It's like, what are we doing? It's true. 
It's twenty percent of the population is named Max. I mean, no, no. no I mean, They're all named Mohammed. I'm, I'm exaggerating. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, that's in France. Jeez, you had to delete that. Um, I'm gonna delete that. No, fuck everyone. Go fuck themselves. Why don't you have UK, like a big cool helicopter? In, Let's be fair. in Europe in general. Yeah, Poland. I think Western Europe. Western Europe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, they do not like minorities in Eastern Europe. Um, what was I gonna say? Yeah, have like a cool helicopter that looks like a dragon. They, they or something. do. They do. No, they have Buy like a sleek helicopter. <laughs> Get a dragon. Invent one. Have one made in a lab. Yeah. Why don't you like have one made next to the you know dress like Julius Caesar everywhere you go, like yeah. be insane. Like why don't you like do crazy shit? I would. I like honestly. Yeah. Be a horrible. You be worse. Yeah. Be worse Start than what a, you have are. Have a compound. Like I would have a compound. I'd have a compound. They do have compounds with like John. families, with like like people that are uh, uh, you know loyal to me and me only. That would, that would <laughs> yeah, die. Yeah, for yeah, me. yeah. And that you know, and um, you know, create start your new nation, build the yeah. compound in like a backwater country. Create a better iPick. Here's what I would yeah. do. Like personally, like I would create the best dining experience at a movie theater you could ever have. It. It would be uniquely American in that it's a unique form of trashy to have mm-hmm. like a wonderful michelin style meal but like in front of a television so undignified but i i would i am american well the only movie I'm, theaters oh sorry sorry well no no the only movie theaters what the only movie theaters i think are going to survive are throwback theaters what what do you mean by throwback theaters so like like the, Bever- like your the vista? new bev the new bev the vista like right like eventually well, movie no. theaters will only be for like movies that, would, that are out of circulation more. i don't think so because i think um i think you are going to have like your demographic people that will go see like superhero f- yeah films. and i was kind of whereas like i defer to martin scorsese's opinion on that or that he's spoken about like where it's like a, he kind of likened it to to theme park rides and it's not really a cinematic yeah, experience i would agree certainly it's not um artistically on the sand not to sound like a douchebag here but it's like you know no he's these, completely these he's movies completely are right. almost like by design to make people dumber i think he's completely right there's a lot of those movies talk down to their audience a lot of them are very dumb a lot of them are very obviously made for a chinese audience and uh <laughs> no no dead serious if you no, watch yeah, a totally, lot of those totally, totally. a lot they of those make films, a lot of the like, movies make the money globally. watch watch transformers i guarantee the first like three minutes of transformers is just is just cgi and voiceover because the f- they if you any voiceover is like really easily what they do is they just replace it with Chinese voiceover. So, but Transformers was made in a time like yeah. two thousand six. It was like right before all those big high budget movies started to become exactly the same. I think. Yeah. Well, the CC. So and 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 Shia LaBeouf and Megan Fox were just great. In it. The Chinese market's so big now. Oh, so I'm huge sure. for films. Yeah, like yeah, a totally. lot of like like a lot of the money a lot of these movies are making are ma- being made overseas in China, and um. Like you'll notice things. Something I noticed about the the Avengers, for example, mm-hmm. is Captain America's uniform as those Avenger movies went on became less American. Captain America, I think, in, <laughs> I think towards the end, uh, Captain America no longer had like blue and red and a white star uniform. He had like just a black uniform. And he shield. was wearing a skirt. Yeah, it was like he was wearing a skirt. <laughs> he was wearing actually a red uniform with the CCP on it. Uh, the um. Not the CCP. The, uh, I mean, John, if your biggest grievance with the movies is that like Captain America became less American. No, it's very I obvious know. these movies are being made for a Chinese audience. But what about like, I mean, I think I would like to think that the Vista and Cinematheque and, you mm-hmm. know, the new Bev and all of Quentin Tarantino's theaters. By the way, the Vista hasn't even reopened, which is, an, which is In- just a, inshallah. A, 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 yeah, <laughs> it's, inshallah. it's tragic because it's such a great theater. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just, I just think that, uh, you know, and another gripe I had watching Succession before I forget. Oh my god! The 
the end credits roll. Mm-hmm. This as soon as you know the credits roll, mm-hmm. the you, screen, you the screen, no, the screen minimizes and then goes immediately to an advertisement for all these yeah. other mediocre shows. Yeah. Some jarring hot pink color. It's a big fuck you You're to trying to let the yeah. story hit you. You're trying to to you know you've just watched. Uh, the best thing that you're going to see on television or at a movie theater in a very long time. And they denigrate the artist immediately. Immediately disrespect what what they've just done. And it's like so disrespectful to Nicholas Patel. Um, You know, I know he's not your favorite, but you're God, you can get rid of his music. Could not be more wrong with it. But yeah, they they, get rid of his music. They no, they fuck with his music. They fuck with everything. You're, you're supposed to let credits roll in Mm -hmm. a dignified fashion fashion credits are there for a reason you're like supposed to let the story hit you and pay homage to the people that created it and in, in, in a more honorable but time really you're you supposed front to let credits. it hit you huh in a more honorable time you had front end credits where the before it started you have to be a little at no times. i like that is the most honorable to the people who made the film usually it's the most important okay, well, that's the, not the, actors, most important the director thing is, the, the, the most important thing about a piece of art i don't think is to is to give the credit no, i think that's, that's just not the most important thing i think if you're going to do credits front end credits are the ones that honor the creators the sure most. perhaps but they don't honor the work oftentimes because it gets it distracts you it can be it can be yeah, over not everyone's like a like Pink Panther, where it's like, you know, yeah. da-da, da-da, like but a that's fucking cool because there's like an yeah. opening and yeah, I like yeah, that. A lot, a lot of early HBO series had that. Yeah, God, mm-hmm. I mean, I just like it. Just bothers me. I'm like, how are you going to immediately do that? Succession's the best thing you got, and you're going to try to promote mm-hmm. some other horseshit immediately as soon oh, yeah. as the show ends. Oh yeah, it's just so distasteful. It's really so. Nobody has any respect anymore. And uh, you know, I got a problem with a lot of these streaming services. And there's no cohesion with any of them. Mm-hmm. A lot of the interfaces are just really jarring, and mm-hmm. and you know, like the interface for Hulu. Failing. Uh, whatever. Like I mean, they were never man. even even when they were successful. It's like this. It was always like a big house of cards. None of it ever made sense. It's not a profitable business model, but yet somehow they have the biggest productions. Yeah, Nobody Peacock. knows. It's like who is funding all these movies? Like Jeffrey Epstein's estate. Like I don't <laughs> understand. Like where is the that money? Is, that is the wild thing. Where's all this? No, nobody's making anything anymore. All these, there's there's so where's all this hundreds? No, of they millions are. They're making dollars. a lot of dog shit. I see them filming shit all no, the time. No, after I, know, I know. But where's this this hundreds of these hundreds of millions of dollars they pump into these markets? I mean, they have like investors. They have yeah. There's there's it's, the, where's this know. money going? It's a lot like of it is investors. A lot of people yeah. invest in, in movies, yeah. and that's that's been a thing for a long time but um but yeah it's it's very odd and you know the studios are it's just nothing good is being made anymore you have a few you have like some guardians 24 movies that are interesting what guardians of the galaxy was good John. that was the that was that was the first I'm like sure major. it was it was but, great relax and I like james gunn james gunn's it's like a superhero it's, it's a superhero know, movie I but the I'm only so i, I guarantee you i guarantee you put martin shit. scorsese in front and, he, and you put him in front of guardians of galaxy go he would be like okay this is the good one like it's it's the only marvel movie that has is i think it's the only marvel movie written and directed by the same guy he has control over it. James Gunn. James Gunn I wrote think. them. Yes, he wrote and directed. Oh, both okay, all movies. right. Well, then actually, and they James might. Gunn's they might be really writer. good. Then I, I really, I liked the first one a lot. And James, I was impressed with the soundtrack, and I think everybody liked the soundtrack. Yeah, the soundtrack's always great, and, and also, the writing was just better. And Chris Pratt's just so charming. I mean, I know he's oh, he's, 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 he's talking about a true Christian, John. Oh yeah, he's a good take man. Notes we'd from have him. a lot. We'd have a lot to hang out and you talk about. 
hit me up, Chris. Anyway, so yeah. uh, the uh, uh, yeah, hit us up. The um, no, hit me up. God, do you uh, know what I would give? What? Sorry, what, to hang out with Chris Pratt. I was gonna say George Santos if we could interview him. God, what I would dude. Give. I watched that clip the other day oh, where the guy runs over an and says, and, and he's like, "Who do you think is gonna win this season's Drag Race?" And he turns around with like this, like, oh, that was so old. I know John. it's so old, but I watched it again now. last. I watched it again. I was like, "Damn, that's great." He's, he's just such a queen and an icon. I mean, can we just can I just show you his Twitter page? I mean, it's just he's just so he understands his own iconography already um no. are we gonna get george santos hats um make america I florida totally wear his i'll hawk his sweatshirts i'll wear his merch honey i will do it um look at this look, look at what an icon that's his that's his picture that's his ba banner on twitter first of all it kicks ass and that's his main photo what an icon that's what a pretty fucking great icon. Yeah, he understands he understands that's pretty kick-ass I love him truly. At this point, it's he's a Republican. Right? Unironic. He's completely unique. He has his own party. Him I and Marianne Williamson. Republican. Imagine that ticket. That would rock. That'd be dude. hilarious. Dude, that'd down be the, the fucking house. Holy shit! Would that be great? <laughs> that would be. That's the official podcaster ticket of, yes. <laughs> of a presidential yes. ticket is DeSantis and Williamson. That's gonna be <laughs> yeah. In the same way that. You know, just independent sequins. journalists would fucking fight against the Vietnam love. War in the seventies. I will, I will campaign for for George Santos on my small yeah. little podcast, but I will do it with 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 great moxie and gusto in support of our of our great king. Yeah, George Santos. I love. Him. I call, keep calling DeSantis. It's just it's <sighs> too. Sorry, it couldn't be more. I mean, DeSantis is running for president against Trump with the Republican nomination. They're going to join forces. I guarantee it, and he's going to win. I feel really bad that I got so blitzed. It's okay. um, we should move over to the Patreon. Yeah, though. we should move over to the Patreon. Um, are there any loose ends that I have yet to tie? No, up? and I just want to. I just want to say, you know, you made it this far, right? Uh, Ida and I on the Patreon, we kind of loosen up a bit. Okay. 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 Well, what is this like an advertisement so like this? Are you Patreon, advertising? Yeah, I'm advertising. Right okay. Now. No, please don't do that. Why can't I do it? This you do it every episode. Yeah, no, you're too high. Listen. So here's the deal. Uh, I I don't sign off on what you're about to do. Are you no, trying, Patreon are you kicks ass. To it's so cozy. It's like picture the Patreon. No, it is as wonderful, like our, but like they should stumble upon club. it themselves. It is our private. club. It is our private little club. We have Nemo going the entire fucking time, and we just chit chat. And it's yeah, we cool. talk about race science. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, it's, it's, called, it's actually called the the John and Ida's Race Science Club. It's kind of like out of the box. If but you come, in, I promise we'll talk about race science. Yeah, I'll I be promise. Like, we're like Caucasoids, Ashkenazi. Yeah. Uh, you I'll, know, I'll tattoo uh, a swastika on his right ass cheek for yeah. everyone to. No, I'm kidding. Jesus Obviously, God. joking about everything. Joking. Um, um I would love to have george santos on the show and i would if you anybody has Dude, like if a anyone connect, can get george santos it's fucking you just send him a picture i just hope like, i yeah. have at least one deep state goon listening into me that isn't some like leftist twitter anon you know federal agent okay that's okay it, i just would love to have some sort of like if you can just connect me with him so that i can Let's get George Santos on here. How about I start my own campaign? And it's not for any political office. It's, it's much more, uh, it's much closer in reach uh, and, and far less ambitious. And frankly, should have happened 10 episodes ago. I should have George Santos on here and he can be third Mike. Tweet and him. that would be amazing. Tweet him. And suddenly I'm not that high anymore. Tweet him. And, and never was in case that it's not cool with the bot algorithm. Who I so desperately would like to please. Ida's, you're like uh, everyone's yeah, gonna Ida's, be sentient. Ida's high, dude. 
All right. Yeah. All right, guys. We're gonna go to the Patreon. Um, and uh, I don't know what the fuck we talked about. Listen, if you think you're above watching Succession, you're not. Okay. okay Maybe if you're relax. busy, if you're busy, like that's one thing. But people that just like act like it's not that good of a show, please get off your high horse. It's an, a, a phenomenal show. What I'm gonna do, I is would like to recommend it to next you next week when the finale of Succession comes out. And uh, Ida, I'm just gonna walk into this podcast like 20 minutes in. So you can get all the secession stuff out. Yeah, or you can try watching it, John, <laughs> instead of like Band of well, Brothers I mean, for I, the 80th well, time I'm in a, a row. <laughs> <laughs> I just like I am, I am, I am, I am kind of like I know what will happen. Diversify here. I am getting back to watching portfolio. TV. I'm I'm spending more alone time now, and I'm 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 digesting more media. John's like I'm alone now for 10 minutes each day. 10 minutes. Well, no, I'm actually. Been, it's been wonderful. Like, well, right now I'm rewatching all the Queer Eyes, but uh, are you? I'm on the Texas season. Yeah, awesome. That's the most recent before Louisiana. Before Louisiana. Yeah, yeah, I really want to nominate myself. I love our I Queer Eye arc. Red. We're starting a Queer Eye arc. We don't know how I many it might be over already, <laughs> but um, but, you know, we're in it. Um, um, all right, guys, we love you. Uh, hope to see you in the next episode. See you. Good night.